0: Well, hello, and welcome to our Women Are Here podcast. I'm Alana Mallon.
1: And I'm Sambul Siddiqui, and we are Cambridge's two new city councilors.
0: And so if you're joining us again, you've listened to our other podcasts, welcome back and thank you for coming. Um, Yes, so many, many, many things happened this week. So many. Um, But I would have to say that one of the most important things that happened this week is that we learned how Jack, the dad on the Sis Us, died. I mean, I feel like I've been dying to know for like two years. And, I, and then I was like, when it, we finally found out, I was like, please don't tell me.
1: Uh, you know, I actually haven't watched yet, uh, but I can't wait to cry. Uh, I've been trying to convince so many people to watch, including Vice Mayor Devereaux. I'm not sure if she'll join our train, but I hope so. You know, Well, we she, better. she better.
0: She better because we need some things to talk
1: about, right? Yeah, we really do. Uh, that's that's not related to city council.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I can't believe you haven't watched it because... I'd like to point out that it's Thursday, and the show aired on Sunday night. So I'm not sure what you've been busy doing, but like, let's get it together.
1: I know. City the e. city council job. Jeez, I know. So busy. Too busy. But yeah, a lot of important things actually happened this week. Mm-hmm. Um, including some items from
0: the city council meeting on Monday night. Uh, there was a big debate about the state bill that was kind of coming out of committee. Uh, the tenant's first right of rep- uh, refusal. That was a big debate Monday night.
1: Yeah, and there's also, you know, it seems like a decade ago because Monday seems really far. (laughs) (laughs) But there was a lot of action on Jerry's Pond in North Cambridge where I grew up. Uh, But, you know, we'll have to wait on all of this until next week because we have someone on our show today
0: someone so special. We are so excited to say that we have our first special guest star and it's a good one. It's Superintendent Christine Elo of the Cambridge Police Department. Superintendent Elo was promoted last summer and she's the highest ranking woman to ever hold this position in the police department which is really impressive and we're so pleased that she's joining us this week so welcome
1: Superintendent Elo. Oh
0: raise, yes, <laughs> raise the roof. Yes.
1: You're one of our idols so thank you so much. For being here thank you for having me
0: Yes, yeah, so we have a million questions to ask you about your promotion cambridge policing versus other communities and what you'd like to do in this position as a woman but first most importantly we'd like to ask you who is your favorite musical artist bruno mars no i love him i love that. love him That's love it. him yeah i love that story that just the way or the song just oh, the way you are no. it makes me cry every time yeah, yeah. i don't know why
2: yeah, I love his music.
0: He's great. And I, so I was surprised to find out that Counselor Siddiqui's favorite artist, you're never going to guess, is Celine Dion.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, what was that one song? Can you sing oh, like a yeah, line from yeah. it? Yeah. You know, my heart will go on. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, if you don't know that song, seriously, she's the best. I'm actually saving up to go see her in concert in Las wow. Vegas. Uh, it's about $2,000 to be in the front row. But, <laughs> but you're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Awesome.
0: If that happens, if you save up that money, I will get you a t-shirt printed. That'd be awesome. Something that says, like, hug me, Celine. Yes. And then yes. maybe she'll pull you up on stage, like, yep. like in that Bruce Springsteen video. Yes. <laughs> you yes. probably don't remember.
1: I don't think I was born. <laughs> 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 but I, I know dancing, you know, something about dancing Dancing, Courtney Cox, yeah, something. Well, yeah. okay, right. moving I on. I moving it. on.
0: <laughs> so I, I have to say that I'm more of a genre fan myself. Mm-hmm. I like the 90s hip hop. Uh, but lately I've been listening to a lot of Cardi B. Mm. love cardi b cardi b and her like chirping i don't know if can you do it Uh,
1: oh you're good oh Oh, we have cardi b
0: here (laughs) she'll be our next special guest star oh
1: yeah we're gonna work on it seriously bring bruno also yes yes well i'm glad we've gotten to know each other's musical tastes it's Mm -hmm. really important (laughs) but you know we wanted to start off christina and talk about a little bit about you so tell us where you're from Sure. So I grew up in Cambridgeport
2: on Pleasant Street. Yeah, I went through the Cambridge Public Schools, uh, Moore School for Grammar School, and then CRLS, class of (laughs) 1985.
1: Gold Falcons. I'm really happy to hear that uh, you're a fellow alum. I
0: am. Well, great. It's great that you're still here. And doing this for Yeah, no, no. Long. I mean it's <laughs> no, it's please always please. nice to have yes. Cambridge Police Department officers, superintendents that have right. that have such deep roots in the case. Exactly.
2: Absolutely love this city.
0: Yeah. So I would have to say we <clears throat> were talking all of us at a meeting in January, um, about how Sumble and I were really looking forward to being on the council as women and looking at yeah. things through our our female lens and you were sure. saying that as the first female superintendent to hold this position that yeah. you were thinking about how you were gonna be doing it through a different lens too. Right. So right. why don't you tell us about that?
2: Sure. It's always been a, a bit of a challenge. I didn't you know the role models that I had of course uh coming up in the ranks in the police department were all men and and I would take a little bit from each one, but really their way of leading was just with that stick, right? You do it because I said so because I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. Lots of yelling and screaming, which I don't do any of. Um, But about eight years ago, the Cambridge Police Department, after after an unfortunate incident, uh, we really shifted how we do business. So we went from that statutory, legalistic kind of way of doing business to a procedural justice legitimacy kind of way of of doing business. And I was deeply involved in the training and the conversations within the police department. And that's where I really found myself. Because what we talked about is how do we show up as legitimate legitimate, you know, in the community, externally, and how do we treat people externally with respect and dignity? But more importantly, what we have to do as leaders and this is really what the training said, is we have to practice that internally. Mm. So that's where I found my voice as far as a leader. And it's all about treating people with respect and dignity, not only externally, but internally, Let, letting people have a voice, letting people understand that the, what the process is, um, being trustworthy, being transparent. Um, I think that one of the things that we really had to focus on is just really what does that shift look like? So we really changed the way we did business uh, in the Cambridge Police Department, where no longer was our focus just on arrest. It really is about connecting people in the community with the services that they need. And to do that effectively, we really have to make sure we have a healthy police department that feels respected, that feels heard, um, and we're modeling that internally.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been out doing some uh, ride-alongs and some walk-alongs with some police officers. And one of the things they've been talking about is how it's not so much law enforcement Mm -hmm. here as it is case management and social work. And that's really a shift. I feel like our police department, you know, it's very different than how other – Nationally, when you see police sure. departments, it's, it's different, right? It's,
2: it's, we call it social policing. I was mm. actually just in a meeting with our outreach officers, and they are talking about all these great initiatives that they're trying to move forward around homeless outreach, mental health outreach, senior outreach, and also we have what we call the safety net program, mm. which is outreach to our youth people, at-risk youth. And what we do is work, first of all, I have to say, the Cambridge Police Department does absolutely nothing by themselves. We work collaboratively with other city agencies, Nonprofits and service providers to really identify the people in the community that are in need and provide them connect them with those services there might be some people that need to go to jail but a lot of people are just in crisis and need services
0: yeah and the safety net initiative i think lots of people don't really know about yeah, it right. i mean it's it's a youth <clears throat> diversion program sure right? Yep. so tell us a little bit about it because i've you know, we were at a meeting and you were talking about it and I was like on the edge of my seat. Yeah,
2: this was really... Commissioner Robert Haas, who was our previous commissioner a few years ago, uh, he brought this and one of his theories, well, one of his beliefs is he did not want another young person in the city of Cambridge going into the criminal justice system, because he knew once they went into the criminal justice system, the chances of them coming out and reharming the community go up. So how do we, as a community, right, wrap services around our young people in their families to put them on a pe- positive path and keep them away from the negativity? And really, since 2007, when, when we first started the Safety Net Initiative, we've had an 80% reduction in wow. juvenile arrests.
1: What an amazing program. That's just, that's, that's incredible. We've also heard from officers that they would love to have more female officers. So we'd love to know a little bit about recruitment, uh, the programming out out there and why you think it's so hard to recruit. More women. Right. It's, so we
2: definitely have women applicants. Well, first of all, I think our application pool has been, it's really down now. I think we have to do better when it comes to recruiting. We're trying to get people younger in the younger ages. So we're in the high schools and through the Mayor Summer Youth Program, we're trying to get people interested in the policing field because we're losing our numbers. Uh, but with our young women, one of the things that we find is a barrier is our physical agility test that we have to enter the police academy. You have to pass this pretty intense physical agility test and we've had like an 80 to an 80 percent 85 percent washout rate with our females
0: that's huge yeah i mean to only be retaining 15 percent of the small applicant pool and that's is there been any talk about figuring out how to change the test a little
1: bit yeah. or hey, what is the test yeah Tell so us, we... yeah, I, I <laughs> all right I it's been
2: a while since I've seen it but you have to like run like in a certain amount of time you have to jump through a window you have to uh, through a window through like you have to cl- scale like a fence and then jump through a
1: window but no glass no glass okay yeah
2: no glass okay. <laughs> just then you have to take this big heavy bag and like bring it down to the ground but it's like one of those big boxing heavy bags and bring it down to the ground like, how in a heavy specific- are those? I have no idea in the specific kind of you really have to know the technique. It's all about technique. Um and so we've it's just been really difficult uh having with our getting our women to pass that.
1: I can barely go up the city hall steps every day. I,
2: I know.
1: <laughs> I get winded. I, I would was fail gonna that.
2: recruit you. We have to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I was I actually thinking this sounds like a great workout plan. Like we could have Superintendent Elo get us in shape. Oh yeah. I would totally do that. Yeah, oh, like right at City gosh. Hall we can
2: the entire city council, the whole city council, we, we would. Oh,
1: can oh you imagine what a good
0: team building exercise? That'd I think that's awesome? a great idea.
1: <laughs> a, a team workout, yeah. team
0: workout, and we could use the hubways in front of the in front of the <laughs> <laughs> post office as like an urban spinning site. I think
1: that's a great idea. Yeah. We, yeah. we're
0: onto something. Okay, we're gonna plan this. We're always planning things yeah. in this place. We're, we're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know, you mentioned the summer youth program that mm-hmm. where you used to, like you try to recruit. CRLS students into the policing yeah. field. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I didn't even know that was a
2: thing. Sure. So it's, the, it's a six-week, so it's part of the mayor's program, and people can select the Cambridge Police Department at, as one of their sites. And we basically, they do physical fitness, and we take them through the day in the life of a police officer. So they really learn everything from, like, you know, speed radar control to fingerprinting to crime scene wow. um, services. Yeah, they visit a jail. They learn about our bomb dogs. So it's a really interesting intense um six weeks and the kids love it we started out we only had 15 kids but there was such a demand that we moved it up to 30 kids so every year we and we always have 30 you know young people that that come to the police department and learn about what it's like to be a police officer so we really are working hard to get our young people interested in policing
1: you know How- i feel like i missed my boat i know it's not too late not too late, right? But but sorry, but, Alana. But the test. Don't <laughs> Ooh, forget the about test, the test. Yeah, Once yeah, we I'm get in shape,
0: <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, I'll
2: get you guys ready.
0: <laughs> so how long has it been going? Do you have any success stories that have come out of
2: yes. that program? It's it's funny. So just last summer um, when we did the graduation, we were able to talk about one young woman who's actually on the police department now that was yeah. part of the Mayor's Summer Youth Program, you know, years and years ago. Oh, that's yeah. so great. That's so great. so great.
0: Now, does the fire department do anything they like that? They
2: do. And we're in competition for the same applicants, so we're and everybody, the fire, you know, field. Everybody
1: loves firefighters. It's those trucks. People don't like the police department. There's so all these much. shows now, you know, Chicago mm.
0: Fire. Right. It okay. seems glamorous. Yeah. Plus, you get to ride around on those trucks. Yeah. True. So, well, hopefully, all of the millions of people that are listening to this podcast will tell <laughs> their their children, "Go and, please, go yeah, please." join the police we need you on our especially if you're a woman let's let's especially get this together especially if you're a woman, <laughs> and
1: we'll definitely work to spread the word and make sure more yeah uh, students and more young women know about mm-hmm. it absolutely
0: yeah. so one of the things that i have fallen in love with in the cambridge police department is the the real outreach that mm. that happens so all their outreach programs yeah. like the homeless outreach program the elderly outreach program yep. um it, Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it's evolved since you've been there or your part in it because I'm sure – You've had a big part in this.
2: A huge part of it. I, I used to, well, I, I still oversee it, but I oversaw it as a deputy superintendent. So, again, we do outreach to all of our vulnerable populations. And what we started after the youth, because we, we started with Safety Net, is outreach to the homeless population, people with chronic mental health issues, our senior citizens, and we do business outreach. But really, it's part of a bigger department-wide thing. So we have officers who work in Central Square, and they know the homeless that are working, you know, that are in this square. We, we know them by first name. So it really is a department-wide. We're going out, reaching out to our vulnerable populations and figuring out, are you okay? Who needs services? And how do we connect you to those services? And it's really important, particularly now in the cold weather mm-hmm. with our homeless that are out there. So it's really important work.
0: Um, one, I have one more question about our, the programs. One, The Door-to-Door program. Yeah. Is that something that still happens? I know. Absolutely. It's. Can you just describe what it is? Because it's one of those things where I I actually think we should go the next time if there is one. we should absolutely go. I love that. They happen in the spring. Okay. And we we basically, we partner, again,
2: with human services. We have the um, community engagement team that comes with us also. And we go to different housing developments throughout the city just to, you know, knock on doors and let residents know these are the programs that are available. And we'll talk about the Mayor's Summer Youth Program. We talk about homework assistance or after school care or whatever. Whatever it is that people need all the resources that the city has we put them on these little door hangers and these and we have handouts and we go to door to door just introducing us as the police department and our partners to say you know welcome to our city this is what you know the services that we have in place
1: and I know that the police department has two Licensed uh, social workers, we do, but it seems that all of you are, inf- you know, informally social workers. Absolutely,
2: and you know, that's it's definitely it can be a little bit of a rub, but that is our job, right? Our job is not just about arresting people; it's about I did de- when we respond to a call, it's somebody who's in a crisis. So we've done a lot of training with our officers around you know mental health issues and homeless issues, and just really having them have a more you know empathetic response when it, it when we're dealing with people in crisis.
0: Well, and one of your social workers' name is Alana, Alana. which I was like, I love you already, yeah. <laughs> and I'll never forget your name. So, yeah. and she seemed like a really dynamic oh, human being. I was she's like, phenomenal, wonderful, right? Yeah, she is phenomenal. And she's new with the department. Yes. So
2: she started, it might have been in the summertime. So she's probably been with us about six or seven months. And come next fall, we're going to have our first social work intern who Alana's going to supervise. So we're really excited about that.
1: Good. That's so great. Yeah. Just making it happen. Making it happen. I love awesome. it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your service. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, I sit here and I'm just in awe of our amazing uh, police department and of you. It's an amazing city, you know, and I yeah. love what I do
2: and I love that we work so well together, like everybody, you know. Um, so I think we're all lucky to be here.
0: Yeah, and I, I would say that going forward, if you have things that you'd like us to like amplify here on our podcast or help you with, we women are here yes. and we are we can we can do stuff. Yes. Man, we're yeah. Do stuff. Can't we? Yeah. Right? yeah. Speaking of doing stuff. We're doing some stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just to wrap up, we do have some exciting news to share. (laughs) Uh, We're officially having a wool stock, not stock drive. (laughs) (laughs) No stocks here. Stock drive with uh, Caspar and Cove.
0: Yeah, so one of the things, actually, the meeting that we all were talking Mm -hmm. about earlier was the opening of the warming shelter in Central Square and how um, it is actually serving a population of homeless folks that – have not been served by other um, uh, other shelters here in Cambridge yeah. like I was talking to uh, one of the outreach workers the at the police department, and he was saying that there 's actually a couple that comes yeah. in yeah. that they have not been able to get to come in because in a typical shelter you're segregated by sex. So, yep. you know, this, this couple has been living on the street together and now in the warming shelter, because there isn't that structure, right. they're able to come in and access the services. Um, and so, anyway, with that being online, there's an additional need for resources and wool socks is one of them. This time of year can be really tough for a lot of people.
1: And they're totally out of wool socks and have asked wow. for our help uh, in getting about 500 pairs of wool socks and you know they have to be wool because uh, when they get the socks get wet wool dries and cotton actually doesn't so right. wet feet under forty degrees can cause frostbite pretty quickly so the emphasis is on collecting wool socks
0: and I'm sure you yeah. s- you see that all the time people who experience frostbite oh absolutely and it's re- it can be very dangerous especially if I mean you're already a vulnerable person right. to be medically vulnerable is is
1: Tragic. Oh, ab- absolutely. And we'll preventable with
0: these wool socks. So um, 500 pairs of socks will actually give two pairs of socks to everybody mm-hmm. who is staying at um, <clears throat> the Albany Street Shelter and also the warming shelter. And the two pairs is so that you have one, um, and then if they get wet or if they're mm-hmm. dirty, then you have another. So we're really really excited about leading the charge on this, and, and we hope that you'll join us in – Donating socks, donating wool socks to our, our homeless neighbors in conjunction with Valentine's Day.
1: And we uh, were hoping to uh, bring, you know, some fun competition. Yeah. yeah. Speaking I'm of I'm just thinking yeah. only
2: 500.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we th- can top that.
0: G- the police department can. Huh, tra-
2: absolutely.
0: Well, I, there is some smack talking right now. Yeah, it
2: happening. Really is.
1: I'm uncomfortable.
2: And I got a bet. I got a bet. <laughs> What's right? the bet? The bet is if we get more socks than you. Then the city council, or at least you two, have to do the physical agility test.
1: <laughs> I am not going through a window
0: as
2: the drill instructor. <laughs> oh my
0: God. You know, I think we have to accept that challenge.
1: <laughs> I, I think so too. Because I, I otherwise, can do
0: it. we got to get some skin in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can do it. I
1: think that's okay. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I, I maybe not it. that big bag yeah maybe not that <laughs> maybe not
1: the heavy bag
2: maybe that's you're gonna scale a
1: wall <laughs> and through the window <laughs> we could do a basketball game city council oh versus... i totally stink at basketball Okay, well, i'm sure you could find some
0: people that don't <laughs> no i do and you're we right. only have you're nine right. people so oh that's we, another we, challenge we have what we have oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. no so we city could city smoke you guys in basketball all right so city council versus the police department wool sock drive for valentine's day we're calling it warm hearts for warm feet
1: and it starts this monday and it'll run through the 21st and we're gonna have a big bin in city hall right on the first floor
0: and i guess we're gonna have a bin now at the police department headquarters 125 6th street yes 125 so if you'd like stumble and myself not to have to do the police agility test please (laughs) i beg of you we'll film it please So drop
1: them off at City Hall.
0: But if you want Christine Elo to be whipping our butt, then drop them off at
1: the police department. This is a great – I love this. Oh, (laughs) please. Well, thank you so much again, Christine. And we are so happy to have you on our show, and we look forward to, you know, working with you. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you for having me.
1: And to all of you dedicated podcasters –
0: Come back and join us next week when we are actually going to talk about some of these, these issues uh, that came up last Monday night and this Monday night proves to be just as interesting. So we'll be glad to have you
1: back with us. Yeah, thank you for listening. See you soon. See you soon.